What are you making? Sandwiches, baby. Who wants a pickle? Pickles! I want Gee, pickles! Man. Can't have a sandwich without pickles, right? No! Tap it, tap it! Yeah. Do you need any help? I, I got it, I got it. Everybody's got to be the hero with the pickle All right, jar. Good. Everybody wants to open it. You just got to hit it up. Here, give it to the big funk. No, little funk's got it. Okay. Come on, let me take a shot at it. No. Hi. What are you doing, no, Kenny? I got Kenny, it. give me the I got give me the jerk. Oh! Oh! Shit. What happened? Oh, I think I heard a crack. Your pitching arm? Yeah, that's my pitching arm. Oh my god. We gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I'm, I'm so oh. sorry. Oh shut up. It was an accident. Was I never should have brought he, him over here. He tried to open the pickles, he took the jar from him, and you tried to get it from him too. You're trying to do too much. Valedictorian, now you want me pickle boy. You're doing too much! Sorry! You know, I think we have a half-open jar on the fridge. What do you know? What do you know? All right, we're back. It's episode number 13 of the Obstructive View Red Sox podcast. We are presented to you by the Beyond the Monster brand. I'm your host, Chris Henrik. I am going to be joined this week... And for this episode, by just one, uh, one co-host, and it's Miggy. Miggy's currently uh, up in the office at work. What's going on? Just another day in paradise. Nothing much to it. Uh, I mean, we got a we got a little show today. We're gonna uh, we got a guest on, and then um, I'm gonna shoot up to this Red Sox game tonight. Red Sox Tigers gonna open up a uh, series. Like I was saying uh, pre-show, I only want to go because I want the '99 Verdugo chain. Nine, you know, wear that out when we go to Chicago in a couple of weeks. But uh, but no, it should be a good, uh, good series. Second game in like the last three days for me, so it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so we have a uh, we have a guest this week. A couple of weeks back, if you uh, people listen, we had um, we had a guest from a baseball team that kind of caught our eye. Obviously, the Savannah Bananas have been um, kind of dominating the baseball social media world for a little bit now. Uh, so we had Kyle uh, Lueggs from the Savannah Bananas. Great episode. We uh, suggested you jump on to Spotify, have a podcast, subscribe, and get that episode. But, uh, but Miggy, I wanted to do uh, about another team that I – social media has been absolutely uh, kind of the same thing. It's been entertaining. It's edgy. I like it. Um, we got the Portland Pickles. Kind of, kind of a big deal, huh? Portland Pickles episode, yeah. Uh, we actually have outfielder from the Portland Pickles. We have uh, Nick Upstill. Nick, what's going on? How are we doing, guys? Thank you for having me. Like we said, we really appreciate it. It's going to be um, you know, kind of fun just to kind of talk baseball again. Red Sox show, but we're, uh, you know, want to just branch out and continue to talk to people all across the game um, and try to do something that Major League Baseball doesn't do very good at and help promote it. So, um I just want to just kind of jump right out here. How'd you get hooked up with the uh, pickles? Um, so I have a teammate, Gary Gross. Cheney's a pitcher for the pickles. Um, and I go to San Francisco state with him. And there was a day where he came up to me during practice and was like, Hey, you, uh, you find a summer team yet? And I was like, no, man, I'm still looking. And I was a little late. I, I was, I was kind of freaking out trying to figure out a team to go play for. Um, He's like, well, I just called the Pickles and um, they're looking for another outfielder. And so I was like, okay. And so me and Gary just kept talking back and forth and um, trying to figure out what we would do with travel. And, and I got to talk to my parents first about it and stuff. And then um, called Coach Mags, um, gave me, Gary gave me his number and then um, kind of just went off from there. He, he said he needed, he wanted, he wanted me. Um, and then next thing you know, I'm, I'm here. 
So season just kind of started with you guys. It's a, it's a shorter year. Um, kind of similar to what we have out here in the Cape with the Cape Cod Baseball League. Um, same kind of like format. How's so, I mean, again, you five, six games in. How's the season been? How's it going so far? And what are your expectations for the Pickles? Um, I'd say so far it's been pretty electric, um, except for the rain. And, you know, we've had a lot of rainouts. I'd say we've had about six games that have been rained out so far. So it's a lot of uh, warming up and then getting ready to play. And then, oh, sorry, rain out. But um, so far, I mean, it's been unbelievable. I've never played for the Pickles before. Um, and going into it, I, I knew it was going to be a little crazy just like with the environment I'm playing in. And I've never been a part of this type of playing environment before. But, I mean, it's awesome. Um, the teammates, you know, going in there. You're going in. I, I have two teammates with me um, from San Francisco, Nathan Shin and Gary Grossian. And so going in there, I only know two guys. And so it can, it can be a little scary going in there, not knowing anyone um, and stuff. But I mean, these relationships that we've already built, and it's only been like week three um, with these players. It's been unbelievable. Um, Season-wise, I mean, we're doing really well. We beat uh, the Edmonton Riverhawks yesterday um, in a doubleheader. Um, and, you know, I'm just I'm very optimistic about this season. I mean, we're doing really, really well. A lot of good pitching. We've got some bats. Um, and the coaching staff behind us. I mean, it's just – I can see us um, going all the way in the summer league for the WCL. I was going to say that because I was reading a couple of articles um, that, you know, a couple of the papers out there wrote about you guys over the last couple of weeks, just leading up to the season, and just kind of talking about your coaching staff, just talking about how you have a pretty talented roster right now. And the possibility of adding, you know, throughout the course of the season to continue to add to that roster. So um, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? The fact that, I mean, I, again, you were saying like the environment, you know, mm -hmm. just based off of what is shown on social media, it, it, it feels and seems like it's pretty electric. I, I'm going to skip away one of my questions I was going to ask you, but would be more of like, from a Twitter standpoint, you know, you guys promote it like phenomenally, you know, you just had, I like, first of all, I like the nights you guys had, you had Karen night, which I think is, yeah. you had that, you had happy Gilmore night. Um, what are those been kind of, you know, what are those been like for you guys to know that there's like these steam nights, it's obviously bringing people to the ballpark. How, um, how involved are you guys as players in those nights, you know, from the Karen night and the happy Gilmore one seemed really fucking cool. Yeah. You know, um, I would say the players aren't as involved with, um, those type like dressing up as the Karens and, and wearing the happy Gilmore jersey and all that type of stuff. We're not involved with it too much, but I mean, we're, we're all about the fans. Um, and we get, we're thankful to have a lot of fans at our, at our games, um, for those promotions. I mean, yesterday was father's day and we did a, uh, a dad's run the bases all the way around and you got about a hundred drunk dads running around the bases and, stuff. <laughs> and the fans love it. Um, but yeah, I'd say uh, the the promotions that they're doing. I mean, they did Karen night. They bring they brought a llama to the field one day. Um, that. <laughs> yeah, uh, super random. But I mean, I love it. I I didn't get a picture with a llama, but I hope he comes back um, in the future. But um, yeah, so far, I mean, I'd say um, the players will probably get more involved with the uh, promotions that we have, but. Um, I mean, it's been it, these these. I've never thought of a happy Gilmore night. Uh, Karen nights are the best. I mean, I can. We had uh, people show up in those Karen wigs, the little yep. short hair, yep. and stuff. And and uh, Dylan Pickle, our mascot, dressed up as like a manager. Yeah. Like a like a like a store manager. And I'm like, <laughs> who thinks like who thinks of this stuff? Uh, so, but I mean, yeah, that's a hats off to our to our social media team and our and our uh, 
our office, front office and stuff. I mean, it, that promoting promoting baseball is is it's not easy, and um, I think the Pickles are doing it the right way. You, you kind of mentioned you had a couple of drunk dads running around yesterday. You had oh, yeah. your favorite yeah. ones, Karen one. They came up to you and asked for you to give a promotion. You know, what's your pitch to them? What's your what's your promotion? Oh, I can give you one. You know what? I I haven't thought of this too much, but someone mentioned it the other day. I think uh, you know, my probably my favorite baseball movie is the bench warmers. And I think it'd be kind of funny to do like a kind of a movie theme, like a baseball movie theme where you dress up as your favorite baseball movie character or something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, I'd say like some people dressing up as the guys from the bench warmers, I think that'd be really funny. Um, dress up like Benny the Jet from Sandlot or something like that. Just um, And it's something that the kids can do too. And I think, um, you know, as a kid, you grow up watching all these these baseball movies. And um, I think it'd be, that'd be a pretty cool little promotion to do. What I liked about the Gilmore one, well, I think one, he wore the, the Bruins jersey. With, yeah, should have said Dillmore though on the back of the jersey. <laughs> that was a miss. That, yeah. uh, that was. I think yeah. I think they were calling him Happy Dillmore the whole night on mm-hmm. the on the uh, PA, but that would have been cool if we got a little custom jersey that said Dillmore on the back. I didn't think <laughs> I, of that. Yeah, that that was. I saw that was a miss. I actually want to talk with your social media really quick. Who's the chick at the end of the games? She's like out of this. She's like electric. The energy. I don't know her name. It's the blonde girl. She has like the hat on. She's got the pickle microphone every time. You know what? I don't even, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. She's the one that does the little interviews with the tiny She's little mic. It's, it's awesome. She's awesome. I know. I know. She's awesome. She's doing a great job. She's doing a great job. Yeah. You know, I, I do not remember her name, but um, yeah, she's doing a good job. She, she does our interviews at the end of the night um, for a player of the game and, and she's she's a funny one for sure and i say out of your mind like i mean that in like a, a, a funny respectful way but no oh, like of course it's just crazy it's just like mm-hmm. i wish that i had half of that to do that because i you know what i mean so if you could find what her name is let us know Yeah, for sure for, for sure i will is she's again the the energy i think it's one of the reasons too when you go and you see the social media piece and she's interviewing she's got the pickle she's got the microphone mm-hmm. where's the the silly hat um it just helps kind of carry on a little more of the uh, of what you guys do. Um, yeah. I'm looking at you a little bit. So um, you hit about like 429. You get a homer in nine RBIs to, to kind of kick off the year. What's more of like your game? Are you more of um, you, you want? Are you like, hey, I want to hit bombs or I just want to get on base, punch it into the gap. Like what's what, what's your style of play? Um, you know, I want to do whatever will help my team win, but my style of play, you know, I, I always have, I go in there with the same approach when I'm hitting, I'm not trying to hit bombs. Um, you know, I, I mean, being in the weight room and stuff, I mean, I'll be able to generate that power, but the goal when I'm seven in the box, I'm never going in there. Oh, I need to hit a new right now. You know, I just, I kind of just focus on shooting gaps, trying to hit a double, um, trying to score a run and put some runs on the board. But, um, you know, I just, those, a coach last summer used to say home runs are happy accidents. And I, I was like, you know what? That's, that's kind of true. Nice. The home runs that, the home runs that I've hit, I was like, I, didn't even, I wasn't even trying to do that. I just got the pitch that I wanted and, and it ended up going over the fence, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I, I like to uh, shoot gaps when I'm hitting and just, um, you know, I love tracking balls down in the outfield and just trying to be the speed guy, um, steal bases, um, generate runs for the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're growing up, I've never been really a power guy. And 
it used to be a little discouraging not being able, not being able to hit home runs and not being able to uh, uh, generate as much power. But I think just growing into my body and getting older, I think I've just started to um, get a little bit more power in me. But um, yeah, I'd say they're all happy accidents. You know, I just got to put a good swing on it and got to get my pitch um, and just go with it. You know, I had three happy accidents playing yeah. when I played baseball because. I was more glove. That was always me. I always had a really, really good glove. Um, when it came to, when it came to batting, it just wasn't my thing. Um, I don't know why I played in men's softball league though last year. So that was a lot of fun. Blew up my hamstring. Um, oh, into, oh no. uh, I, dude hit it right into the gap. I'm on, I'm on second chugging along. I hit third and I just, after I hit the bag, I just heard, I've never heard this formula. I've heard that pop right in the hamstring. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I, I, got I got the home plate. It was excruciating. Problem was, is that had I come out of the game, we would have lost because we didn't have enough players. So they put me at first. That was a mistake because the very first ball came to me. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. Then they, and then I, then I caught the rest of the game. Um, and I missed two months. But uh, oh my gosh, yeah, those hamstring, those hamstring injuries are they're tedious. So I've never had that in my life. You. I've never had a hamstring issue in my life. Yeah, and it's what happens when you get old. So yeah, bucks. Um, Nick, kind of real, you know, going going on more kind of a little serious note. Coming out of the pandemic, we all know, you know, no baseball here and there. What what did you do to stay focused on, you know, your game, your your craft in general? Um. Yeah. Um. My so my season uh, in 2020 um, at San Francisco State got cut early or got canceled early because of COVID, and so we were kind of out of the loop for a while because COVID was kind of a newer thing, um, and we were just trying to see if we we're going to have a season again and we we're going to come back and finish the season off. We were on our way to Dominguez Hills on a bus when they got the call that COVID starting to spread and we had to go home, but. Um, and that was, I mean, when we found out that that season was canceled, it was, I mean, it was a heart, it was terrible. I mean, we were, all the boys were, were really upset. And then next thing you know, we get, um, I mean, fast forward a little bit more into the pandemic, our whole season gets canceled. So the next season gets canceled. And so in that meantime, you know, I was, um, I was hitting that, I was, I'm fortunate to have uh, some, be able to live close to Huntington Beach High School. That's where I went to high school, um, use their cages. Um, would go to LA Fitness when it was open. It was partially open some of the time, but um, I would, my friend, um, my friend Dylan, he was able to build a little home gym um, and I would be able to use his home gym for a while and just stay in shape, um, work on getting stronger and bigger and, and faster um, in the meantime. And uh, I'd go to the track um, over by my house um, and just do some sprint, sprint work and everything, just to do what I can to stay in shape um, and, and, and be ready for whenever um, it's time to play again. And I think the toughest part was I didn't know when we were going to play because, I mean, COVID was so new and you didn't know it was before the vaccines and everything. And um, I mean, it was a tough time. And I think it was a tough time for every baseball player because you're not able to play baseball. And this is what we love to do. Um, there's there. I feel really bad for the seniors whose seasons and whose yeah. careers were even cut off because of COVID. I mean, that's not fair at all. Um, I know that there was some eligibility that was granted due to the pandemic. And so they, they got that extra year to be able to play. Um, I'm fortunate to have an, to get that extra year. I'm not a senior, but um, I'm actually, I was able to get that extra year um, to play because um, you know, it's, 
it, it was just it was tough um but i i made sure to uh just kind of keep at it and keep a positive mindset and say no matter what um you know this is gonna work out this is and i mean a year later we're back we're back playing baseball and i remember playing summer ball uh it was I played summer ball in Boulder, Colorado last year. I remember that first game back from from playing co- playing after COVID, and it was just it hit different. It did. I mean, running out into the outfield, I'm like, kind of get it was it was a sigh of relief. Like I'm back. Like we're we're back playing baseball, um, and it all worked out. What um what do you think are some of the like the biggest differences for you? You know, between playing college ball and kind of like this independent, you know, so to speak. What have you found to be the biggest differences uh, just for you in general? Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't noticed too much of a difference. Um, I would say, I mean, competition wise, I mean, these guys are good Every, uh, everywhere. I mean, if you're playing college baseball, you're, you're probably a really good baseball player, um, no matter what level you're at, D1, D2, D3, NAI, it doesn't matter. Um, I just noticed, um, I mean, there's not too, too big of a difference. I mean, I'd say... I'd say in this league that I'm playing in right now, there's, um, I mean, there's some pitchers that um, they, they can bring it. I mean, they got some, they got some high below um, and they got some, some good job. Um, but other than that, I mean, from what I've seen every, it's not too much of a difference. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's too different. Um, maybe just playing, playing with the pickles, you know, it's, it, there's some, there could be some differences like, uh, outside of baseball with the fans and everything. I mean, that's, no one's like the pickles. I mean, and the Savannah bananas, they're, they're their own thing. And no one's like Savannah bananas and stuff. And, um, I think that's, what's so unique is that wherever you go and play, you're going to, you don't never know what you're going to get. And especially being here in, uh, in Portland. You know, kind of why, while we're not necessarily talking about college baseball, but you've been keeping up yeah. with what's going on down in Omaha right now. Little bit, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think Stanford's playing right now. Um, I'm not too sure against, but I, I'm not sure who, who they're playing. Is that who you're rolling with to win it all? You know, the... I am. You know what? I'm rolling with Stanford. Uh, shout out Brett Barrera. He's uh, he's second baseman for for Stanford. I played high school ball with him. Um, great uh, kid. Just I'm gonna say open. Stanford did just get a get beat down pretty bad against Arkansas the other day, right? They did. I know. Yeah, yeah. They they did. That was that was tough, but. Um, hopefully, I don't know what the score is right now, but hopefully it's, hopefully, hopefully we're up. I think the last I checked there, we're up 1-0 on, on Auburn. So. Okay, not bad. Well, I, I was hoping, because one, one of the guys that was on the podcast with us, uh, Jamie, he, uh, he's stuck at work at the moment. He's going to be covering the um, College World Series for this other website he writes with and was actually kind of hoping he was going to be out there. It's going to be remote. Um because it'd be nice going into that this weekend, be out there for Omaha next weekend. You know, we're going to, we're taking the show on the road, going to Wrigley for the Sox Cubs. Um, you had mentioned uh, before we recorded, you know, you're a, an Angels fan, uh, grew up an Angels fan. Um, so from being that part of the part of California, you got a chance to play against uh, Sox prospect, uh, Nick York. What was that like? Yeah, you know, I've known, I uh, played with Nick. He moved to Huntington Beach, um, got to play Fountain Valley Pony with him for a few years, played on the same all-star team, um, got to got to know his uh, his brothers, um, and got to play. He, he's a phenomenal player. I mean, there's a reason why he got drafted um, first round to the Red Sox. I mean, this, kid, this kid's a stud. 
Um, I haven't been, I mean, he moved to San Jose. Um, I forget what age, but I know he moved to San Jose. So I, we never really connected um, after that, after he moved, but um, I know he's killing it for the Sox and being able to play with him and being able to say, Hey, like look at the, the draft board and, and one day look at ESPN and say, Oh, I, I played with that guy. Um, I think it's kind of a cool little, cool little thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't talked to Nick in quite a while, but I hope he's doing really well. Um, and I'm, I assume he's killing it. Um, for the, for yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he had a really good. Um, he had a really good year last year, um, with them. But typical, what it's like being in the Boston area when he first got drafted. Obviously, people don't have no idea who he is. The first yeah. off, no one knows who anybody is when it comes to baseball drafts because they don't cover it very well. It's a lot different now, and it's been a little more hyper uh, hyper focused out here, especially with um, with Heim Bloom, um, and just the approach that he's taken to kind of rebuild this team's farm system. So we're a little more in tune of who potentially could get drafted. Um, you know, even when, when Nick was drafted, you had LV network that had no show notes on him, nothing. Yeah. yeah. All he did was go out and have, you know, a great first professional year. So it's really cool to see that. And just kind of a testament to who he is as, you know, as a player and as he continues to mature and develop, um, you know, maybe it ends up being as an outfielder with the Red Sox, who knows? I mean, I think He's a good enough player and versatile where he can play pretty much wherever, even though he's an infielder yeah. second right now. But um, yeah, he's a fast kid. Super yeah, quick. No, he's even like some of the highlights. This is what are highlights. He just hits tanks when he hits home runs, and it's it's cool to see. Um, it's exciting too, you know, because it's been a yeah. while where we haven't had a lot. I mean, I don't want to say we haven't had a lot. From the Red Sox standpoint, the team's won four World Series in the last twenty some odd years, and relatively in it all the time, but just to, to kind of see this pipeline of players it's starting to come through with it's, it's really exciting to see. Um, so do you have, um, obviously, I mean, I'm sure you do, but what's, what's like, what's your aspirations on wanting to maybe be drafted and, and um, you know, take your, uh, take the next step. Well, yeah, I would love to be drafted. I mean, that is my dream um, along with many other kids dreams. Um, you know, I just, I'm going to just, uh, keep playing the way I'm playing, you know, just try to stay consistent um, and, and just kind of do my thing. You know, I'm not going to worry about, Oh, I had, I went over for this game. Um, I'm not getting drafted. There's no like scouts were here. Oh, uh, it's over for me. You know, I'm, I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm, I can only control, control what can be controlled. Um, and I'm just going to go out there and just kind of play the Nick ups the way. And um, I hope that some scouts are take, take eye to that. And uh Hopefully, I can be able to get drafted um, in the next next year or this year or yeah next year. Um, that would be that would be awesome. No, that 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 would be cool. You'd be the first you'd be the person we have on the podcast say that was drafted. So oh, that would be that'd be great. We'll circle back when you're a big leaguer. Yeah, for sure. For Talk sure. Beforehand, um, Miggy, what do you got? Just real quick, based out of the Cali area. This is a little bit off topic from baseball. Yeah. Have you ever been down here, toward down in Texas, down in the sub? Uh, you know what? I have not. I've I've always wanted I've always wanted to go to Texas and get get to go around there. Well, but I can't. Yeah, have I've not made a trip. Oh, but, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is is In and Out actually legit for you? Yeah, In and Out is is great. Um, I know you guys in Texas. Is it Whataburger? Yep. You know what? Yeah, I've never been to Whataburger, but I'm very eager. I mean, I've I've had In and Out numerous times and 
I hear all this stuff about Whataburger and how the people are comparing it. Um, but I don't know if there's anything like in and out. I mean, I, I can't say I can't say much because I've never had Whataburger, but from what I know with in and out, I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, animal fries, uh, do the, I mean, the bur quality of the burger, it's just, it's, unbelievable. it's so good. Um, and even their shakes, they got great shakes. And I just, and the prices, I mean, they get really good prices. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd love to uh, be able to have Whataburger one day um, and be able to compare those two. But do you, have you had yeah. In-N-Out before? I have, unfortunately. Have, okay. we have, unfortunately. We have those over here, and there's just something about throwing <laughs> Thousand Island on a bunch of French fries that just doesn't sit right with me. Oh, dude, Thousand Island's the best sauce for it. Not for French fries. <sighs> yeah, it's okay. I, it's all preference. <laughs> it's all preference. But I don't know. Thousand Island. Thousand Island's amazing. We don't have anything like that out here. I mean, there's no. No. You know, no it's Chick Fil A's making a massive uh, jump up this way. So. Um, we'll Chick Fil A later. Yeah, Chick Fil A's Chick -fil -A amazing. Coming up this way. Um, shit ton of McDonald's. You got Wendy's, Burger King everywhere. Right. There's right. not a lot of, um, you know, the outside the box. I mean, I literally have McDonald's. I could walk up the road to it. From my <laughs> there's, a, there's a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner, though, right? Literally, yeah. There's yeah. Where I'm at right now, there's one right next to the high school. It's across the street from me. There's one right at the end of the hill. Um, and when we go to Boston later on, it's literally that and the CVS everywhere. That and the CVS. I love that. Yeah, yeah Dunkin's good. I like Dunkin'. We don't, you know, we don't have that many down in SoCal um but there is one maybe a mile from my house and i'll get some iced coffees from i'm a big coffee guy so i'll get some iced coffees from there and and uh they do the job for sure yeah do cold brew cold brew black to splenda yeah, yeah. is that sometimes ones it's kind of sweet don't know cream just leave it the way that it is um that's usually my my go-to i'll probably get yeah. the ballpark one because where i'm at about like an hour from from uh from boston so uh that you know that is what it is i'm actually trying to get out to california this september because the uh i'm a big food fighters fan and food fighters okay so they're playing their tribute show uh to taylor hawkins it's going to be in inglewood uh end of september i think it's like the 27th so i'm i'm really uh i'm hoping to get out there i've never been to california before um so i, I want to start checking off these little things off the uh, yeah uh, yeah bingo card for 2022 so i'd love to go ahead and do that and just see what a california is like for a couple of days um kind of experience that whole beast out there yeah no that'd be awesome california is great um make, make sure you hit the beaches too. go to the beach um drive maybe drive i mean you said you're gonna be in inglewood but you can go down in la area and get a look at that and um maybe i mean maybe if the dodgers are in, in uh at home you can catch yeah, a dodger I, game i would check out a dodger game um i would hundred uh, percent do that. Um, San Diego is really the place I want to go to. That's yeah. that's gonna be on the agenda probably next year. Yeah, uh, San Diego's great. That's that's where I really want to go. I want to go to Padres game. Maybe get lucky and the Red Sox are out there. Uh, yeah. But I definitely want to check them out. The team's solid. Sucks that you know Tatis is out. He's and now me no. Machado too. He's gonna miss some time. Uh, oh no. He got hurt last night. So you know. Just sucks they have such a really good lineup in that uh in team and they just keep getting hit with the uh, the injury bug um, yeah yeah it's tough i know I, I, I wish tatis i hope he comes back pretty soon um yeah. I, it was a wrist injury yeah it was uh broke his wrist yeah, yeah. Motorcycle. Damn motorcycle motorcycle that's right 
Oh man, it's tough. But yeah, I know. I, I, uh, I, I kind of like Tatis, you know, a lot of people kind of go back and forth. Oh, I don't like his flashiness. I don't like all this, but I mean, I, I think it's good for the game of baseball, um, doing the, the bat flips and wearing all the accessories. I mean, I, I, I like to wear the accessories sometimes. I'm, I'm the guy with the eye black, the glasses on the hat, the wrist tape. And, you know, I just think you're, you're, everyone's their own player. And I like, I like, I like how Tatis kind of carries himself. I like the, um, like Verdugo, like out for us, Alex Verdugo. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's the chain all the time. He's got a bunch of equipment on. He's got the, I'll admit basically when he's on the base paths, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. What's cool about it is it, it really kind of shows one, it lets you guys start showing personality, which needs to happen more in the game. Right. I'm, I'm tired. Of, like the whole, you know, boomer piece of people not wanting to see any evolution to the game. You know what I mean? I was pissed initially when they got rid of the, the runner on second, you know, I just thought that mm-hmm. was, you know, an interesting different take to the game. So instead of, uh, you know, wasting arms and going and playing, you know, 15, 16 innings, I think that's just right. Right. You mean, um, I'd like to see if they can kind of do a little more around like the all-star game to really drum up a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I agree. Maybe like a skills competition or something, or I mean, Home run derby is great, but you, I, yeah, I think there's something else. You, there's something, there's a twist that needs to be kind of implemented in there just to make the all-star game a little more exciting. Um, I think, I, I don't even, I just thought of this off the top of my head. What if player, what if they do what the NBA does and they do two team captains and then they draft, they do like a draft yeah. or something. I mean, just, yeah, just to put a little twist on that. That'd be kind of cool. Get more people involved with it. With the home run derby, I think they're 100% missing out by not having Taco Bell be part of it and having some sort of sign for like an Apo Taco home run. And if a player yeah. that you do the, you do the taco for the first stolen base in the world series, why not do that? It'd be at least be something to be like, Hey, the dude hit a home run and people are going to get free tacos. Just you, you might have to hit up Taco Bell for that. Yeah. I get, I have to ask me. Yeah. I got ideas all the time. All yeah. this dude does is think about ideas. Does he? Does he? That's good. That's good. Yeah, just wait. Wait till we do the videos to tweet the whole thing out for this this episode and the weird stuff I'm gonna put with it. So, um, yeah, no, I, the, this mind is constantly going, constantly going. Um, no, I yeah, I they just need to do something more, and they need to bring it back to Fenway because it's been since '99. Yeah, Joe had his dominating performance. Griffey hit, um, you know, those bombs. McGuire hitting the bombs over the uh, the Green Monster and stuff. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to they got to get that back here. I think they're trying to. So what is it supposed to be at this year? Is it's it Dodger Stadium? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what yeah, I was pretty sure it was at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, so the last Dodgers, year it was in uh where was it? Uh, Colorado. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. gonna be in Atlanta, then there was all that, you know, whatever was going on down there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It shifted up to uh to Denver. Denver wasn't bad. I mean, Peter Long, yeah. you know, when he won the home interview, right? Uh, he did. Yeah. I was there. I was at, cause I was, uh, last summer I played for a summer team in Colorado. So I got to go to the futures game, um, and see the futures game play. And that, that was kind of cool. Get to see all the, uh, the future yeah, actually prospects. Saying, I was saying last night to some buddies that, you know, they do the futures game, but how about getting some of the, some of the players who may not be ready for the all-star game that are currently big league players that you want to be into also, you know, show getting them onto the field, you know, for a game type of thing. Um, yeah. I, I think if you put some creative people together, that's not major league baseball and say, Hey, look, these are the ideas that we think people want to see, you know, um, 
that's, I don't know, those are just a few things that I'd like to, uh, Jesus. people call in and the, uh, uh, those are just like a few things that I'd like to see them do. So, but uh, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. We'll, see. we'll see if we can get in touch with, uh, Manford and, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> and Mark um, yeah, I wish, I wish you luck. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to see what we've got to say. Um, <laughs> So as we uh, wind this down, Miggy, what uh, what do you have to kind of close it out? It's really all, kind of all I got for you. I mean, I got behind, picked your brain a little bit, trying to convince you Whataburger's better. Got <laughs> to know you. Got to know what the pickles are going for. I mean, really like what they have going over there. So, you know, just thanks for coming on, man. Enjoy this. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I will uh, for sure hit you up after I try Whataburger because now, now you've got me now you got me eager to try it. <laughs> I haven't even eat, I haven't even eaten today, and I'm I'm trying to find the nearest Whataburger now. <laughs> well, if you ever by chance make your way down to Texas, just shoot me a shoot me a message, and I'll. Uh... Yeah, bro, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So again, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we just um, you know, really grateful that I forget who the dude was that I that I emailed. I think it was uh, like Ross. Was it our GM Ross? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely appreciate that he you know, reached out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Ross is awesome. Yeah. I'm talking to people who play the game all over the place, you know what I mean? Because there's different stories, people you interact with, um, you know, like I said, you know, pre-show it just not the same questions all the time. And, you know, yeah. I mean, so it was, it was fun. Um, definitely looking forward to, to, to follow along with the pickles do this season through the social media piece. Um, definitely want to chat with the, uh, the Twitter gal there, whatever her name was. Yes, I will get that name to you too, uh, for sure. And uh, but yeah, I know that was it was a cool show. So we definitely appreciate you being on. Yeah, so, man, thank you so much. It was a great experience. Never been on a podcast before. I know. So I did. Uh, I was doing a little research because I usually try to type in like people's names and like the podcast engines to see like, and then I try to hear yeah. it on there. Uh, so I, that was uh, again, you, you make it big. You say had your first so. <laughs> right. Thank you. Grab us in, uh, in one way if you can. We'll, we got you first. Um, so yeah, that is episode thirteen. You can uh, find all of the podcasts on Apple uh, Podcasts, also on Spotify. Please make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That way, you will get the latest show. We have a bunch of episodes coming out this week, so you'll get the Portland Pickles episode here. We're gonna have Red Sox catching prospect Jack Scrochans coming up. We have a regular show. We're going to talk about Jeter Downs' call-up, um, the Red Sox kind of recap of that Cardinals series because that was a big one there, Tanner Houck. I think we have a closer finally. Um, but, yeah, you can check all that out, Apple, Spotify. Also go over to uh, the Beyond the Monster, hit the Substack, stack, throw your email in there. It's free. A lot of content there. Um, and that's pretty much it. Episode 13 in the books.